June 28th primary, not too far off, if you really look at it. And uh, you're going to have to have uh, some, some choices to make, including if you want to pull a Democratic ballot or a Republican ballot, because we do have that, uh, that, that system here in Illinois where you have to publicly declare which party you want to uh, be part of or associated with for that particular primary. Uh, but that's all before we get to the November election. Uh, so the primary, Republicans and Democrats vying for nomination for various parties, uh, for various elected positions, rather, uh, including for governor. And you do have Governor J.B. Pritzker, the incumbent Democrat. He could face a primary challenge from Beverly Miles. Of course, we still got the petition challenging process ongoing, but Miles did file uh, for uh, the, the Democratic nomination. We'll see how that pans out. But you have a handful of Republicans that have uh, officially filed their petitions at uh, the Illinois State Board of Elections. One of them joining us now is former State Senator Paul Schimpf on WMAY with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop. Paul, thanks for taking time with us. How are you doing out there? Oh, I'm doing great, Greg. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So we'll talk about, uh, I guess, in a way, uh, all of the the various uh, candidates that are vying for the Republican nomination uh, and and how Republicans uh, will survive what could possibly be a slugfest. But let's start with uh, what sets you apart from others. Uh, And in particular, you've got a a plan moving forward that you're uh, highlighting called A New Start for Illinois. Tell us about it. We announced our new Start for Illinois policy agenda uh, at the beginning of this week, and it really has – we have a lot of ideas, but the six things that we are focusing on really revolve around parents' rights, safe uh, families, and then restoring trust in government. And how we are going to do that is we're proposing six major changes to uh, Illinois government that will set our state on a new course, really give Illinois a new start. Probably the uh, the, the biggest thing that uh, that I would start talking about is saying, look, we need a fundamental change in the way we do taxes in Illinois. If we want to end predatory government, it starts by ending predatory practices. So the first piece of our policy agenda is a no tax on tax constitutional amendment. Right now, one of the reasons our gas prices are so high in Illinois is the state of Illinois is charging sales tax on the entire aggregate amount of motor fuel, motor fuel taxes, the the state adds that together and then charges sales tax on the entire aggregate amount, which is, if you think about it, a double tax. And uh, charging tax on tax is just obscene. That is a predatory practice that has to stop. Another fundamental tax change that we are proposing is a change to property taxes. I've been in politics eight years now. People have been talking about what a huge problem property taxes are in Illinois, but there have been no significant changes. Our proposal is that you would only be able to see your property taxes or your property assessments go up if you either retitle or you rezone your property. Other than that, you are locked in with your property values. That is a fundamental change that will give people financial security. Those are what we're talking about with the, uh, with the changes to ending predatory uh, tax practices in Illinois. 
The parents' rights piece of our new start for Illinois is we need a constitutional amendment that clarifies that it is parents, not the government, that determine their kids' education and health care. We also believe that curriculum transparency ought to be a requirement for any type of state funding in Illinois. State education funding should require curriculum transparency. That is something I will be able to put in place as the Illinois governor in charge of the Illinois State Board of Education. We can make that change. So we're also talking about parents' rights. And then the last uh, two things that, were, that are included in the new start for Illinois are increased protections for our law enforcement officers. We believe that they should be protected under hate crimes legislation, if you target a police officer or a first responder specifically because of their status as a police officer, that is a hate crime. And the last thing that we are uh, including in the new start for Illinois is some fundamental changes to the Illinois Administrative Procedures Act. We have a huge problem with administrative overreach in Illinois. JCAR is a paper tiger. I was on JCAR for two years. It doesn't have enough power to rein in the administrative agency agencies. We are proposing that any new emergency regulation or any regulation that increases fees or penalties should need a positive seven-member approval vote from JCAR in order to be effective. So that is our new start for Illinois. It's six agenda items. It will take our state in a new direction, and that is something that we are running on. We're talking with uh, former state Senator Paul Schimpf, Republican from Waterloo. He is vying for the Republican nomination for governor. I want to touch on just a couple of those issues. Uh, one, the curriculum transparency issue. Uh, where is there not curriculum transparency right now? Well, right now, uh, a lot of times parents do not know what their children are being taught. And this is something where, you know, we're not going to micromanage people at the state level, but we are going to simply say if a local school district wants state funding, they need to have processes in place where parents can know exactly what their kids are being taught. Parents uh, should have access to uh, course syllabuses. They should be able to see the materials that their kids are being taught. And I'll tell you right now as a parent my kids are 14 and 16 it is a challenge sometimes in figuring out exactly what the course material uh that they are that they are dealing with i know that because i'm trying to uh i try to tutor my uh, my kids in uh, in chemistry and math and sometimes it's just very difficult to say okay where is the source material what are you being taught so it needs to be much easier for parents to know exactly what their kids are being taught that's what we're talking about with curriculum transparency and you mentioned uh, changes to the administrative code we uh, just yesterday was the two-year mark of governor jb pritzker's start to the stay-at-home order which he said was meant to quote bend the curve it actually lasted more than two weeks it lasted for about 10 weeks uh and then we saw the subsequent um, uh, executive orders emergency declarations and and so on uh, is that uh, uh, part of your plan in direct response to to the covid uh, emergency executive order that we've seen in the past two years, and how should the state manage something like a global pandemic of the sort? Well, J.B. Pritzker made a fundamental mistake in how he was handling the pandemic. He chose to go it alone rather than partnering with the Illinois General Assembly. Our proposal really it partially addresses that, but it's more designed to address the bigger problem of administrative overreach, which is a problem not just in Illinois, but it's a problem nationwide. But it's the idea that administrative agencies are acting like legislatures. They are creating law themselves. They are not just 
just implementing the laws that the Illinois legislature passed. So what our proposal does is it says if an administrative agency wants to issue a, a rule using the emergency rulemaking power, or if they issue an administrative rule that increases fees or uh, penalties, that is not that does not have a presumption of validity like it currently has right now. Right now, the way the system works is any rule that is put out is presumed to be valid unless you can get eight out of 12 JCAR members to vote to suspend it or strike it down. Our proposal is going to reverse that for a certain subset of rules, that if, they, if that rule wants to have legal validity, it is going to take seven affirmative yes votes from JCAR to, to allow it to go into effect. It shifts that presumption from saying that it's automatically good to saying it's no longer effective unless it has affirmative approval from JCAR. Right now, JCAR is a paper tiger. This will give JCAR some real teeth, and it will really force the administrative agencies away from emergency rulemaking, which they have relied on too frequently. With the 60 seconds we have left, uh, Paul, let's uh, get your reaction to you know, possibly eight Republican candidates on the June primary ballots. I imagine there's going to be a lot of bad, you know, uh, words back and forth uh, as the uh, the campaign season heats up here. So uh, how does the Republican Party survive such uh, what could be a, a possible slugfest here? Well, I think it's great that we have so many people running, getting the message out that J.B. Pritzker is not deserving of re-election, that he needs to be returned to his true calling as a bathroom renovator. Uh, it is good that there are a lot of Republicans running. That sends a, sends a message to the people of Illinois. To be a successful candidate, though, you're going to have to break yourself out of that group. I have two unique things that nobody else running for governor ha- can match. One, I have a legislative legislative record where I have voted against every tax increase, voted pro-life, voted for a strong Second Amendment, voted for local control. Nobody else can match my legislative record. That's one thing that nobody else can match. The other thing is I am the only Republican running for governor who has won a Tier 1 election against a Democrat while being outspent. This has to be about defeating J.B. Pritzker. I'm the one with the proven ability to win elections against Democrats while being outspent. State Senator, uh, former State Senator Paul Schimpf running for the GOP nomination for governor on the June 28th primary. Greatly appreciate your time and we'll likely talk again soon. All right. Looking forward to it, Greg.